Well, good morning, Matt. <laughs> hey, Pete, looks like you're someplace warm today. Oh, I'm wishing, boy. I'm freezing. I, I just tell you, uh, you know, last night, what did we get? Freezing rain. It's cold. We've got, lot, we've got probably two feet of snow in my yard right now. It's crazy. Yeah, yeah, it's a it's a big effort to get out to the bird feeder and uh, load it up, right? <laughs> uh, absolutely. Now, I'm not complaining. I mean, if you're in Texas, you're not used to this stuff. I, I feel so sorry right. for all our, our friends in Texas. Yeah, they have to bunker in. They probably don't even have snow plows. Well, they don't, but I mean, it's more so they don't have heat and uh, water. So, yeah. you know, boiling your water, all that kind of stuff is uh, oh, kind of crazy at yeah. that point. So much for global warming, right? It's There's going to be a lot. There'll be a lot of uh, water damage and probably a lot of uh, home repairs that will have to be done. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you you see videos uh, of people showing that their pipes popping and water cascading in their houses, and oh, oh, I wouldn't wish that upon anybody, right? Water is just so tough. Yeah. That's the point. Well, speaking of home improvement, we got a wonderful guest today, Nat. Um, we've got uh, Derek Wolf from a. Uh, uh, 360 painting. So I thought we'd uh, spend a little time talking to Derek. He's a great guy. All right, let's do it. All right. Welcome, Derek. Hey, Derek. Hey, How are you? I'm doing well. How are you guys? Uh, awesome to have you with us. Now, first, are, you're, you're hopefully you're not freezing to death or anything else like that. You're, I know you're in the Pacific Northwest. You, how are you holding out with this weather? Yep, we've been digging out of the ice and, and snow and uh, things are back to normal for us. All right, very good. Well, I know, uh, Derek, I met you a couple years ago and you were an entrepreneur, right? Uh, entrepreneur in tech, you were a partner in a tech company, is that right? That's right, yep. Yeah, so I spent uh, my first uh, 10 years at a Fortune 500 uh, tech company uh, growing uh, uh, you know, departments and, and teams and business analytics and uh, decision support systems. Yep. And then uh, broke out on my own, started doing uh, software consulting. So I did that okay. for a number of years and and then uh, started started this next business. All right. So so let me think, you know, when we start talking about the idea of investing in a franchise, so you're a tech executive, you're doing tech consulting, and then you went through the process and you invested in a 360 painting uh, franchise, right? So, yep, so my question for you is that's a big jump from being a tech executive, tech consultant to being a, a paint uh, franchise owner, right? So painting franchise owner. So tell it, us a little bit about what, what your thought process was with that. With that. Yeah, it, it looks like it's a big jump from the outside. But for me, I'm, I'm relatively risk adverse. And so the, the lure of, of a franchise and a paint company was, it, it, it marked a lot of boxes that were familiar to me. So uh, the, the franchise and, and paint model uh, was very similar to how we were running our software consulting business. And so, you know, it's a service-based business. We have uh, customers, we go out and do sales and, and try to find customers. And uh, so some of those similar, you know, behaviors are, are, are similar. And then to go provide a service, uh, a painting service in this case, or a software service, <laughs> um, just provide uh, the, the, right, the right product in the right market for the right price. Um, and so to me, it's a service-based business, which was very, very familiar to the software consulting. So you, you got all this business acumen, right, of servicing customers, whatever business. So why did you uh, not start your own painting franchise or start your own kind of service-based business, another one opposed to investing in a franchise? So this is my fifth business I've started. Um, 
And, uh, you know, the other businesses were successful. There was one giant failure <laughs> that, that I had. And uh, that, that was when I was starting to uh, develop a product and develop a business model from the ground up. So the reason that my next endeavor was a franchise was because I wanted a business model already out there, right? Like you said, um, I've developed some skills and behaviors over the last you know, 20 years in business. And I wanted to take those skills and apply them to a uh, an already proven business model. And so as I did my industry scan, I kind of landed on you know, premium brands and uh, 360 painting as kind of that next endeavor. Um, yeah, I so loved the, the business model. I liked the, the software model that they have. Um, and so that's, that's what attracted me to them. So a lot of people, they'll say, you know, it's a lot of hard work to launch a business, right? Whether you're starting out with a big idea or a franchise, but sometimes it's an easier path with a franchise because they got the systems, the process, procedures. Did, did, you, did you actually see that it was an easier oh, yeah. path? The way it was. Yeah, there's less risk. <laughs> okay. um, so there's, uh, you know, you have a, a system that's in place that's been proven for, for years, right? Across a, uh, a variable set of different people, right? So they, you know, taking people from different backgrounds and sticking them into this model and proving it out time and time again, right? Yeah. So uh, that's one, uh, one less risk you have other than, you know, trying to start a business from scratch and trying to figure out all those pieces that you've got to put together. Yeah. So, you know, many executives like yourself or, or entrepreneurs, they, they look at franchising. What would be a piece of advice you'd give somebody that's thinking about, hey, maybe I should look at, look at investing in a franchise business? What, what piece of advice would you give them? Well, if you're you know, if you like working for somebody else or some giving getting direction from somewhere else, then then that's not franchising, right? I mean, you have to be able to be self-driven, um, not a, not afraid to solve your own problems. Um, you're going to see roadblock uh, roadblocks on a, a weekly or even daily basis, um, and you've got to have the confidence and troubleshooting skills to figure your your way through them and around them. Uh, any way you can. Uh, there's going to be plenty of obstacles in your way. Um, and so uh, kind of, you know, if you're a troubleshooter, then uh, yeah, bi new business and uh, franchises for you. So Excellent. And I, one of the questions I always like to ask is what attributes do you think somebody should have to be an entrepreneur, to be a franchisee? You already mentioned one of them, right? A problem solver. Entrepreneurs have to be problem solvers, but what other characteristics do you think somebody has to have to be a, a successful franchisee? Yeah, I think, you know, self-driven, obviously the problem, problem solving, you know, setting, setting your own goals um, and wanting to, to beat those goals as well um, uh, are some of the attributes that I'd list off there. Right. So hardworking, problem solver, stuff like that. What about leadership skills? I mean, you're, you're leading your own organization, your own team. Yeah. Yeah. I think, you know, leadership is important as you, as you continue to grow. Um, I've added several team members to my business. Uh, you know, in franchising, there's different models, um, 360 painting. There's some, some people that are a single owner operator, right? So they're doing it all themselves. And so you could, you know, if you didn't want to lead people necessarily, you know, you could operate a, a small size business um, without having to do that. 
Now, is 100% of your time go towards your 360 painting franchise leading that, or are you doing other uh, businesses on the, uh, in addition to it? So I still lead my consulting business one day a week, and then uh, five or six days a week, I'm, I'm working on uh, growing, <laughs> growing the 360 business. So, All right, so 360 you work- is definitely my focus right now. Um, I'm getting the, the people and practices in place uh, to continue to grow and, and scale that at the moment. So. Yeah. And you've been very successful. You've been recognized as one of the top franchisees I know with 360 painting. Um, And so far your experience has been good. So as you look at kind of this overall going forward, I mean, all the stuff we've got going on, where do you, where do you see us going from a standpoint of economy where you're seeing it every day as you're touching homeowners and stuff like that, but where do you see, where do you see business going? Yep. So, uh, you know, I'm very optimistic for 2021. Um, we're seeing that already uh, in this first part of the year. We're seeing, you know, year over year growth um, as far as sales and the number of productions uh, projects we're doing. Um, the vendors that I work with uh, closely, their forecasts are, are great. And so we, we're looking forward to having a great you know, spring and, and summer painting season. So, yeah, absolutely. Well, hopefully the weather will hold for you a little bit here, right? <laughs> So, from that point. So a ton of business experience. What would be, you know, as you, as you look back at your career, what would be the one piece of advice somebody's given you that you, you'd, you'd like to pass on to, to everybody? Yeah. So I think one thing that's served me well over the number of years is tracking your business. And so, I, you know, it's, it's natural for me because I come from an analytics background, but I don't think you can do it enough, you know, know your P&L inside and out, right? Really understand what those line items are saying. Um, and, and uh, you know, know, know almost more than your bookkeeper does about your P&L. Um, and then, you know, those, those uh, KPIs really, you know, set, set, set solid KPIs and, and stick to tracking them on a weekly basis. That's one of the things that's helped us grow. And, you know, it really lets you see where, uh, you can get get behind <laughs> from a week to be week basis, and you know where those opportunities are to catch up. And do you, so, do you look at them every day? I mean, do you get up first thing in the morning, look at them, plan your day? How, how do you do that? I don't look at them every day. Um, I have uh, a review that I force myself to do on a weekly basis, and so there's some that I will track and accumulate on a weekly basis, but then I will make changes on a monthly basis. And so although I'm collecting some of the, a lot of these stats, um, I'm not reacting uh, to that. Um, one of the, for instance, you know, close rate, I won't tweak our sales process or, or uh, you know, resourcing there or even our marketing plans based on this week's close rate. Um, okay. I'll wait for a trend to start, you know, coming in. Got it. That's a great discipline. Wow. Congratulations on that. So I know everybody, uh, successful people, whether you're an athlete or you're an executive, you're a business owner, you have mentors or coaches, or you follow certain thought leaders. Is, is anybody that you kind of follow um, to, to look for some of that? There is. I mean, there's been a, a guy here locally, Steve Bissell, who's, uh, you know, uh, been a friend locally and I've uh, been a mentor of mine for a number of years, 20, 20 plus years, um, but more in the public space, you know, I am, I'm just thoroughly impressed from Elon Musk, what he's able to do, you know, the, the courage and the will to defy the odds and just get out there and take risk. I mean, the guy is, you know, he's launched several businesses and, 
you know, you can see some rockets crash into the ground and he's up, up you know, dust himself off and launches some more. And just, uh, you know, what, what he's able to do is, is just inspiring. Yeah. I think he sometimes takes the impossible and makes it possible. And yeah, that, that's, uh, he's the Henry Ford of our age. And we're, I think, lucky to have him because he's stretching the boundaries in, in so many things. Yeah. What point. he's been able to do in the, the vehicle space and, and for rocketry and whatnot is, is just yeah. amazing. Excellent. Matt, you have any questions? No, I was, I always like to kind of ask, like, do you have any like daily routines or work, like working out or food you eat or nutrition, anything like that, that kind of keeps you on your, uh, keeps the momentum going? Yeah, definitely. I mean, definitely exercise is, is key. So I'm, I'm up, up early. Um, and then I take kind of a midday break to, to get exercise in. And I find yeah. that's the, the great, you know, de-stressor as well. You know, things are going to build up in this business. And, uh, you know, part of my troubleshooting process is, you know, take a break and go, go exercise and whatnot. Um, yeah. You know, and yes, I've, I've got, you know, certain eating habits uh, that, uh, that I work through and, and, and whatnot. So, yep. Did you ever read that book, uh, The Power of When, W-H-E-N? Um, no, I don't think I have, but I'll, I'll jot that one down. I'll have to look that up. <laughs> it's super interesting because there's like four different uh, body types or, or yeah, really basically body types. But the interesting thing is for different people, it's more beneficial to exercise during certain times of the day. Huh. So you might actually stumbled across, like for some people, the perfect thing to do is kind of that like early afternoon. Yeah. And then because you're a morning person, exercise like after lunch or whatever, and then kind of catch your second wind. I'm exactly the same way. That's like, I get up early, um, do a lot of work and then go to the gym and then hit it again. Uh, but it's so interesting just how, you know, people seem to get their routines to be successful. Yeah. Yeah. What if you don't have a routine where you do it regularly like me? <laughs> <laughs> Your trainer Pete, gets Pete, on you. <laughs> yeah. Pete takes his towel and puts it on the bike. <laughs> it's a towel rack, right? I'm Pete? paying for that membership. I can, you know, I can take a pelt on class anytime I want. So exactly. it's they're waiting for me to show up there after lunch. <laughs> Absolutely. So good. Uh, Derek, what's your favorite book? What's your, well, so uh, right, right now I'm reading through uh, profit first for contractors um, by Sean, Sean Van Dyke. Um, so, you know, being in, in the paint world <laughs> uh, and, and very adjacent to construction, uh, that's been a great, a great book right now. Um, I think over the course of the years, I think, one of my um, favorite books um, has really has been really start with why by uh, Simon Chinnick. Uh, so that that that's some something that I have always after is is you know the answer to the whys. So. Yeah, that's a great book. We've talked about that before on a podcast. So that's awesome, uh, perfect. And I, I know you are you're very diverse in terms of your hobbies, right? You fly. Do you still are you still doing some flying? I, I've taken a little bit of time away from that as I started the, the paint business, but uh, hopefully as, as we thaw out here in the Northwest, uh, I'll be back into that this spring. I've got some uh, goals outlined for myself uh, for this uh, summer flying season as well. So Yeah. Well, I know you're a diver and I, I'm not going to even ask the question, have you been diving lately? Because nobody's doing anything from that standpoint. <laughs> yeah. Haven't, haven't made it into the water for uh, a few years now, but uh yeah, uh, maybe 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 uh, in a couple of years to come. So, 
Well, congratulations on all your success. It's it's fun to see somebody that's you know been an executive, been an entrepreneur, and decide to invest in a franchise and and certainly be successful like you. So congratulations on your many successes, and and thanks for everything you shared with us today. Well, yeah, thank you, and you know couldn't have done it without you. I mean, I ran across uh, your uh, you, and and you helped me through this process, and so that was. Uh, you know, uh, that, that was kind of the tip, tip of the iceberg there. So appreciate it. Yeah. Does it seem like, yeah, does it seem like yesterday or does it seem like 10 years ago? Well, I think it, it was, <laughs> I think a couple of years ago now, uh, I took yeah. my time, you know, as I was looking through the, the different models, uh, to, to look at and, uh, you know, I, I kind of defaulted back to my analytics nature for sure. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. So a question for you is like, you know, when I came back and I presented you with some franchise concepts, right? And one of the things I always say is have an open mind. So when I presented painting to you, right, you're coming from from a you know IT executive, IT consultant, right? So did you think I was crazy when I when I presented the, the painting franchise to you? No, I thought you were crazy when you presented some of the other ones to me. <laughs> <laughs> we don't need to talk about those, please. <laughs> so well, stay warm. Thanks again. Congrats on your success. And uh, I look forward to our next conversation. Great. Well, yeah, thanks so much thanks, for your Derek. time. And it's great to see you guys. All right. Take care. Bye-bye. Right, take care. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Hire Yourself podcast. For more resources, check out our website at hireyourself.com. And remember to subscribe to this podcast to receive each episode. Please leave us a rating and we'd love to hear your feedback or suggestions for topics.